This podcast is brought to you by Uni Pizza Ovens, the world's number one pizza oven brand. Welcome to the Pizza Pod Party. With Arthur Bavino and Alfred Schultz. On today's show... Writer and podcaster Allison Rosen joins us. We have pizza news and our pizza topic is kids' pizza books. It's my boy with the BBC. Published. International news, pal. International pizza author, yeah. That's right. Welcome to the Pizza Party, pal. My name is Alfred Schultz. I'm Arthur Bovino of NYC Best Pizza. I'm the head of pizza content for Uni Pizza Ovens, and my mortal pizza enemy is... Oh, boy. Anyone who dabs their pizza grease, a.k.a. Allie Rosen. Wow, spoiler alert. I just want to know, is this my most embarrassing moment on this podcast? I don't want to give you any credit, but you handle a moment in this interview with Allison Rosen with some grace. I was impressed. It is very funny. And look. (laughs) At at my expense. (laughs) Perhaps there's been some behind the scenes things that have been embarrassing for me that the public doesn't know about yet. And so, you know what? You probably won't embarrass yourself too much in front of me, if you think about it. This is one of our most over-the-top guests, at least self-described. She's friends with people who have screening rooms. She takes private jets. She lives in a first castle with a pizza oven in every room. And based on the end of the interview, she's now my sworn enemy. I've got one word for her and for you, Alfred. Rosebud Pizza. I don't even, I love that movie and I don't even know what that has to do with anything. However, let's just be honest. This was a really, really fun interview and I really hope everyone sticks around to hear our conversation with Allison Rosen, a dear old media friend of mine. And wow, we, uh, we had a lot of fun talking to her about pizza. And about a billion other things. I know every episode is my favorite, but this is my new favorite. I've kind of, I was kind of crushing on Allie at the end there. I thought, you know, she was going to be my new best friend. I still want her to be my new best friend, but we'll just, you know, we'll have to see. And then the nuclear bomb went off. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's a moment. <laughs> so if, if you're listening to us for the first time and wondering what the hell we're talking about, uh, or if you've li- listened to us since the beginning, just to explain what the hell you've stepped into, the Pizza Pod Party is your weekly celebration of the world's greatest food. Alfred Schultz and I give you pizza news, pizza topic, and a chat with a very special celebrity guest that Alfred's intern spends a lot of time chasing behind the scenes. Alfred, mm. one of these days you need to give him, her, or they a raise. I don't know why you've been keeping them a secret from me. I'd like their Instagram, their Slack handle, their email address so they can help take over the uh, PPPPND, Pizza Pod Party Pizza News wow. Division. Regardless, if you're new here, we are here to debate, pontificate, and laugh about pizza. We read your comments, or we would if you left them. So please DM us at Pizza Pod Party or email us at pizzapodparty at gmail.com for potential news items, guest bookings, and topics. Alfred's the funny guy, the podcast expert with the great radio voice. I'm just the crazy guy who goes down to pizza rabbit holes and asks 30 follow-up questions every time I get asked where the best place to go for pizza is in New York City. Oh, okie doke. Take a breath. <laughs> that was impressive. Bravo. But yeah, you can, you can sit the next five minutes out if Got you it. have to, because that was a lot. Yeah, so I guess that's it. That's the Pizza Pod Party in a (laughs) nutshell. Thank you so much for that. I was unprepared. But wait, hold up. Before we go to news, I want to mention something. I teased it. BBC. You're in the BBC Traveler. You wrote about New York's best pizzas. You know, it's fun. I've I've written about pizza for a bunch of publications, the New York Times, Wall Street Journal a little bit, Bon Appetit. First we feast the Daily Beast. Uh, it's this is a fun one to have, uh, just in terms of my personal freelance resume to have talked international about pizza for for the BBC. That's a lot of fun. So that was it was a good one. I got a little little bit of a hard time last night on Pizza Club. Got invited on there or uh, flagged that the the art the article was being discussed by the pizza community there, and uh, there's a little pizza round table. Scott Weiner was there, and I was kind of put on the spot to come up with categories for random pizzerias that people wanted to throw out at me because there was some thought that it was the article was somewhat random. 
Listen, lists like this, and we should definitely do a, a topic that is listicles. Sure. Lists like this can enrage people. They can incite people. I feel like I was very careful with how I wrote this list. I'm not claiming this is the definitive list of the best pizza places in New York. But these are places that I feel like if you're coming from out of town, or if you think that you've explored every single pizzeria in New York City and you haven't hit these, this is a, a good representative group of places to go and check out. Definitely check out the article. And also, yeah, there's especially if you're in the pizza community, probably no real upside uh, to writing something like this <laughs> for that. However, it's an awesome thing. BBC uh, Traveler, please check out his article. And I, a lot of those places, I hate to say, I have not been to. So I need to check out some more spots in New York City. I'm a horrible tri-state area resident. Let's try and do some uh, some pizza spelunking together, either in uh, in Manhattan, in New York, or in New Jersey. I'd love to do that with you. It's a date. <laughs> Attention, everyone, coast to coast, and all the ships at sea. It's time for pizza news. According to the Connecticut Post, Pepe's Pizza is introducing a new fall special pie, the Patata Rustica, a white pie with potato and bacon. Alfred, we haven't talked about potato really on pizza. Are you anti-potato, pro-potato? Want to save that for a topic? No, I like it. First time I had it was at Otto's in Portland, Maine. And uh, I think it's great, especially the way they did it. I liked it a lot. Like anything else, I think if you do it the right way, it can be definitely delicious. Per PMQ, in honor of National Pizza Month, Chi-Chi's Pizza is introducing a tots and bacon pizza. It is what it sounds like. The brand credits Sitsi Pizzini, its new fictional spokesperson, who recommends sampling its tots and bacon pizza with a Dr. Pepper. There's just a lot going on there. I'm not sure what to make of it. The Des Moines Register is reporting this one. Alfred, you're a Swifty, so you already know that Truman's KC Pizza Tavern in Des Moines, Iowa, recently launched the Chicken and Waffles Pizza Trailers version in a nod to the star's nascent relationship with Kansas City Chiefs star tight end Travis Kelsey. And Police.com, California deputies found a loaded gun inside a pizza box during a traffic stop. Deputies pulled over a 47-year-old driver for vehicle code violations at 3 a.m. They also found another handgun and a sawed-off shotgun, along with methamphetamine, Xanax, cocaine, and fentanyl. And what a great family our- episode we have today. Go ahead. <laughs> headline of the week. Stoner's Pizza Joint keeps rolling in the Tampa market. Oh! Today's topic is kids' pizza books. Alfred, I have a library of at least 50 just pizza books, period, not kids' pizza books. But, you know, we talked about our kids on the last episode and uh, got me thinking a little bit about some of the kids' pizza books that I enjoy reading with my son. I'm wondering how many pizza kids' pizza books you have in your house. I did not know that this topic was coming up, so I'm not terribly prepared. Oh, you would have bought a whole bunch more books? So someone gave us Pete the Cat's Pizza Party yeah, book. Yeah, there you we go. We have that. I think we have one other, and then some like adjacent ones, I believe, but certainly because pizza has been on the forefront of uh, my mind the past year or so, uh, people have been you know, pizza presents here and there. And sometimes books are one of them. So yeah, that's the one I can think of right now. Well, you know, it makes sense to me that you have Pete the Cat and the Perfect Pizza Party because I just kind of assume that's where you got the name the Pizza Pod Party from. Um, nope. That is one of my favorites. It just has the same rhythm over and over again. And everything is the alliteration of the peas, which get, does get a bit hard. And you hate that. I'm a stickler when I read out to my uh, child out loud. Like I got, <laughs> I need to get every single word and I don't want to stumble. <laughs> and that one, that's a tough one. It's a little like Dr. Seuss in that way where I, those are really hard books to read out loud. All right. Well, the Pete the Cat and the Perfect Pizza Party, if you don't know that one, Pete and his friends, they pile on a whole bunch of toppings and he's trying to make the perfect pizza. But he starts with pepperoni, which is what, you know, I think any sane cat would do. And uh, everybody else has these crazy things. And he kind of wonders if he's going to if the pizza is going to be ruined. Curious George and the Pizza Party, a lot of parties. Um, yeah. That one is a staple in in uh, in our house here. The Wampanoag witches make one mean pizza. That one is here in our house. These witches that are afraid of the kids and they uh, bake their feelings into the crust. That one's kind of interesting. Okay. Peppa's pizza party. I really only like. I don't know if Peppa is a big 
character in your house, but it was in mine pig, for right? a period. Peppa the pig hasn't really yep, been more, that big of a thing. More peas, um, but uh, Peppa. Uh, the part of it that I enjoy is um, Daddy Pig saying that pineapple pizza is against the law. So that one is a recurring commentary in our house every time we have. I don't pizza. know why you said it so weird. I'm not good at the Peppa Pig, Daddy Pig impersonation, but that is what happens all the time. Lorenzo, the pizza loving lobster. That one's a nice one. Um, he discovers pizza while wandering the beach and it becomes his favorite food. He races back home to try and recreate it, but has a lot of difficulty there. Spoiler alert. The Pizza and Taco series by Stephen Shaskan. These are graphic novels. They've only recently kind of made their presence known in in my house, but my son loves them. It's basically there are these uh, pizza and taco friends and they get into all kinds of shenanigans. They're kind of fun. Here's a book I don't like, but I feel like I should mention it. It's Pizza a Pizza. And that the way it's written, it seems like it would be about um, a pizza maybe, or that was kind of the intention, but it's not. And it's just kind of, it's a very weird book. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. I've kind of banned it from our house. I, it's, okay. it's not, yeah, I don't, it just like the kid is like becomes the pizza and then people are tickling him. It just makes me very, I just feel weird about that book. I don't like it. I also feel like being an old man, dad too. Some of the books I'm like, I don't like that lesson. We're not reading that yeah. anymore. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I disagree with the author of this book and we don't have a household like this. Do you know the dragon loves tacos books? Yeah, that sounds familiar. I think we have okay, so that. They've done one that's the secret pizza party, and that one's one of my favorites. Yes, that is the other one we have. We have yes, that one. It's yes. about the raccoon. He's yes. he loves the ooey gooey cheesiness, mm-hmm. but everybody wants to run after him with that brooms. One's good. And yeah. I like that one a lot. That one's fun. Uh, Joe in the Dough. This is actually by uh, co-founder of Uni by Darina Garland with my former colleague Edith Alt doing the illustrations. That's this is a fun one. That one must um, be the best one here, then. Um, you know. Joe uh, is accidentally brings her pizza dough to life, and her friend the dough monster is happy to get the pizza party started. They go on this kind of crazy neighborhood run to collect ingredients. That's a fun one. And then Kenji Alt Lopez has one that he's written. Every night is pizza night. It's about a girl on a quest to prove that pizza is the best food in the world. That should be an easy quest. Anyway, these are this is not a definitive list of the best kids pizza books, but they are some of the ones that uh, make their way th- into the reading rotation here at my house. Uni Pizza Ovens are excited to introduce their first indoor and outdoor pizza oven, Univolt 12. Uni's first all-electric oven, Volt, offers maximum versatility and performance in a beautiful modern design. Whatever the season and in any weather, you can make great pizza. Univolt is so convenient and easy to use. Just plug it in and you're ready to go. Not only does this oven look great, but it reaches 850 degrees and cooks pizza in just 90 seconds. To learn more, visit uni.com. That's O-O-N-I dot com today. It's the Pizza Pod Party special guest. She is the host of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend podcast. She co-hosts the podcast Childish with Greg Fitzsimmons and the podcast Allison and Todd After Hours. She's the author of the 2018 book Tropical Attire Encouraged and Other Phrases That Scare Me, which has a new edition coming out in November. Also, subscribe to her Substack. It's Allison Rosen. I want to give Allison a lot of credit here because she was doing podcasting or a a, a version of that before it was fashionable. And she built up quite a little sort of empire for herself. I used to actually go on her show when I lived in Brooklyn, when I just moved to New York City. She was very kind to have me. She was good friends with my oldest brother, Bill, and she probably wanted Bill on her show, but I was just easier to get uh, the less talented one. But she's awesome and has been uh, a podcast pioneer for a long time. And this is one of one of our most fun conversations we've ever had on this show. I think that's fair to say. 100%. She had an, an insane last pizza. We won't spoil that. I do want to say, Alfred, really? Black olives? You hate those too? Like, yeah. I just, the list of ingredients, are you picking those off with your mushrooms? Black olives aren't bad when they're with a bunch of other stuff. But if it's just so much black olives, mm, not for me. Allison Rosen, really appreciate you joining us today. I obviously had to get you on the show because you're such a pizza expert. And so to start things off, I really want you to tell me your top five pizza chefs uh, throughout history and do it alphabetically. Go. Okay, Caesar. Caesar, Little Caesar, Domino, 
Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Pizza, pizza. That yeah. one. Oh, pizza, yeah. Pizza. He's a good you one. might, you know, you might think that is Little Caesar, but it's not. It's a no. It's his. It's his twin. Of course, we know that. Geezer, little geezer, and the fifth one is uh, oh calzone. Yes. Oh, yes. Chef calzone. I love his. Yes. Yeah, so good. Renown. Yes. Is he the one that does the kiss? The chef's yes. kiss. Yes. The chef's He's the kiss one. Chef calzone. That, yes. Yeah. He's the one we can blame for everyone. Doesn't it seem like that's everywhere all of a sudden? I'm not a big yeah, fan of that it. chef's kiss thing. Yeah. yeah. Also feels like some kind of um, racist against Italians in some way. Yes. There was this TikTok trend. Are you guys on TikTok? Sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm wasting my life away. Not yeah. posting, just watching TikToks. But there was this trend where it's like things in my ADHD house that just make sense. And then it's like that song that's like, la, 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 la. And then there, do you know what I'm talking? Have you seen this one? Yeah, and they have like the hands that, yes, Doing the Italian hands and then it'll show like, like a stopwatch. Yes. I felt that that one was actually, and I'm not Italian, but I am woke. So I felt that that one was a little racist. My daughter's half Italian. So I'm like a culture warrior when it comes to this stuff. If that's the right feel about the Godfather. Ah, oh, so offended. And soprano and Sopranos. So ah, oh, ah, oh, so offended. And, I can speak um, more I, to this than Arthur, uh, who is actually Italian. So like, I'll you're take offended all your on questions. my behalf. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. I'll take all the questions about this. I'm kind of an expert. I just saw Pritzi's Honor a couple weekends ago. I'm you know catching up I've on all the it. latest <laughs> latest releases. Yeah, that's very Italian too. It is probably offensive. Probably. I saw the Mario movie, Mar- uh, Super Mario Brothers. That was oh. hyper offensive, but realistic Didn't... though. I will say that they went, yes. they really made it realistic. Right? Like, was it like a love letter to Italy? <laughs> yes, I think <laughs> that's what the reviews have been yeah. saying. That's kind of a cliche review for the Super Mario Brothers as right. a, a love letter yeah. to Italy, voiced a by Valentine. Chris Pratt. Yeah, exactly. Right. Bratino, I think is his actual <laughs> last name. Uh, was that racist, what I just did? So, Allison, real quick, so. last mm-hmm. pizza you had. Where was well, it? What was on it? Okay, so I went to um, a friend of mine hosts this. He has a – look, I'm not going to brag or drop names, but I'm going to brag and drop names. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds and like you're I, about to. Yeah, I am. He has this, uh, 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 like screening room in his house. And <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa. A screening room? That- <laughs> So How he has a television? That, it's a big one. It's like okay. somewhere between the size of a television and a real movie screen. Okay. But how All sad right. is it that I'm bragging about knowing some? Like if I'm bragging about having my own screening room in my house, that's a real brag. But it's kind I'm of a bragging brag about to, knowing someone. If you have someone. someone who's cool enough that they have a room in their house that's called a screening room, that's sort of a brag on yeah. yourself a little bit. Yeah. I'll yeah. take that as a brag. Okay. Thank you. Um, so anyway, he and he showed Pritzi's honor and he had pizzas there. So that was a lot. The most recent time I had pizza. And that was 26 had, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so it was when the movie came out, but it had been released to VHS. Um, and his his screening was I don't even know if you guys remember this. Do you remember the big screen TVs where you pulled that like. It looked like a big piece of furniture with a, a large screen. And you pulled that shelf down and it had the three lights, a red, blue, and yellow light. Those would be the, that was the TV that someone who was very rich had. That like, yes. it had like a projector, I don't, it, but there were three lights. I, to this day, have no mm-hmm. idea how it works. The screen was ever very good. It was always no. felt like it didn't really work. But yes, right. no, I, I remember seeing those in stores. And kind of being mm-hmm. obsessed with them. So he had one of those? That's what he had. <laughs> you guys run in some very Tony circles. Yeah. Very. I'm just kidding. No, it, I, don't, I don't know what his technology was. But again, it was like a large flat screen that's still smaller than a movie theater screen, but big for your house. Perfect for screening. Exactly. That's, I, you are getting what I'm saying. I'm getting so it. there were a few different varieties of pizza. I opted for a thin crust slice that had, I'm going to say it was burrata. And I know from listening to an episode of your years recently that that's kind of being dragged, as they say right now. You know, it had burrata, it had basil, and it had sausage. And listen, I am so happy that I was invited. I'm so happy that I got to see a fresh release, a fresh cut of Prince's <laughs> Honor. 
but I had a, I, it was really spicy. And I thought, is it just the sausage? Is it the sauce? And then I asked my friend who had a couple different flavors of pizza. Do we call them flavors? Variety, varietals. I don't know. And I said, my mouth is on fire. And she said, mine is too. So all of the, I think it was in the sauce. I think it was too spicy and I didn't appreciate it. Did you have something to drink with it that helped alleviate? I had some sparkling water fresh from a soda stream. It was that kind of party. (laughs) If you had your choice, what would you have with pizza drink wise? Oh, look. Okay. If you had asked me this years ago, I would have said Diet 7 Up, but of late, I'm going to say Sprite Zero. (laughs) You can't reinvent yourself. What's the difference? Oh, just flavor. Between a Diet 7 Up and a Sprite Zero, there's, you can tell the difference between those two flavors. Yes. Okay. Now, it's, it's not unlike wine. You know, like they I hear that a lot. One has a more buttery so. finish. Uh-huh. I, if I were pressed, if I were hard pressed to explain, I would say You are. <laughs> I I know. You guys are two journalists Big talking time. about pizza and soda. Um okay. I'm going to say Diet 7 Up has a rounder, slightly sweeter flavor, and Diet Sprite is a little more of like a narrowly defined lemon-lime flavor, slightly less sweet. Here I thought you were more of a wild cherry person. That's what my research showed <gasps> oh that you my were God. more of wild che- of the wild cherry. Because I felt like He's a been going through your garbage. When when you <laughs> when I when I saw this, because I am a I'm a cherry coke kind of guy with my popcorn. Oh, so like what? I don't know. Okay. I kind of like felt simpatico a little bit there. I thank you. Thank you for doing you've done the work. Okay, here's the deal. When <laughs> no, I said not. <laughs> when I said, if you had asked me a few years ago, I would have said, I actually was like, should I break this down and explain? Because I feel like I'm being a little dishonest right now. And I don't want to have that. Lack Already of trust lying. With you guys. Great. Yeah. It, Great. Just, it felt like too, it was too. Okay. Look, when I was a kid, I was super into diet seven up. And then for years and years and years, it was just wild cherry refresh soda from pavilions or Vons, or mm-hmm. I feel like there might be other names for this grocery store, depending on where you are. It is their zero calorie, zero caffeine, sparkling water beverage. And I was like addicted to it for years and years and years. But just recently I made the switch to just water, but then there's been attrition. So I've been going back to the like lemon lime diet sodas. I haven't gone all the way back to wild cherry, but I probably will. Allison, do you remember Seven Up Gold or or set or yes. uh, Cherry Seven Up? Also, those those were yes. I feel like fla- like Seven Up flavors I grew up with. Also, yes, but they weren't very good. No, is my memory the Cherry Seven Up very not good? And then I don't even remember what was the gold flavor like cinnamon. It was or like cinnamony. I think. Ugh. It was. Ugh. I think. It no, was. Yeah. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel about them? Is that it? Is that an Oh, please. Is that is that uh, the seven up gold for you? I feel like that's a segment that you've done before on your show. Oh, yeah. My, my signature segment, um, which I can never rem- remember the name. It's That's a joke on the show is that yes, please or oh, please oh, is please. my signature. I'm sorry. I got yeah. it wrong. No, it's OK. No one, no one, including me, ever remembers. I always joke that it's my signature segment because I can never quite remember the name. Um, well, that's yeah. I, I come to this one because of your your statement uh, about shrimp on pizza. You have said that that is a oh. a no for you. You're on the record, no shrimp on pizza. Do you still is that still something that you hold true? Absolutely. I don't remember when I said that, but I'm glad that I did because I'm glad that I'm on the record. <laughs> Read the transcript, not- Arthur. Yeah, uh, it was November twelfth. 2020, oh, you said that sounds so well. not good. No, thank you. It's the idea of seafood flavor and texture on pizza. It feels gross to me. I don't want to mix seafood with pizza. Don't want a hot shrimp, I believe, quote unquote. If wow. I read that quote attributed to anyone else, I would be like, yes, we should be friends. <laughs> so I do agree. Wait, who was on that show? Do you happen to remember? Uh, Did you get this out of Bartlett's? This right, was Allison's Nixium obsession, Sloppy Boys, Drinks Pod. Uh, yes. 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 That episode, I neglected to record myself with the right track. So unfortunately, the but sound was But you came clean good. right at the front. You said that. I did. Right yeah. yeah. No, I was, I was horrified by what happened. Um, but I, I'm glad you were able to make it through. Yeah. Uh, I am not. Look, I like sh- like a shrimp cocktail. Yes. When I was a kid, back when I was drinking Diet 7-Up, I even liked those little, I think they're called 
bay shrimp or something, mm-hmm. those tiny little shrimp that are like the size of one knuckle of your pinky. Now that disgusts, the idea of that disgusts me. But shrimp cocktail, fine. Shrimp anywhere else, no thank you. Oh, anywhere. please. Oh, I don't please. like shrimp sushi. Um, my husband claims that shrimp, like prawn flavoring, like in chips or like a shrimp bisque. Oh, I think I don't like the flavor of shrimp. I like to drown it in cocktail sauce. That's what sauce. it sounds like. I mean, yeah. you're making a good argument for not, <laughs> not liking shrimp. It's <laughs> right. not so much shrimp on pizza. It's shrimp, period. It's shrimp. But yeah. even on pizza, I can't, I just can't imagine like negotiating that rubbery hunk of shrimp with, uh, do you guys like shrimp pizza? I don't remember. Uh, I mean, I, I think I would like it. I like, I like all of it basically, but I mean, I don't recall the last time I had one. I think one of the most underrated, um, undiscussed yeah. pizzas in Connecticut and New Haven at Frank Pepe is doing just a straight up sauce pie, marinara, no cheese, mm-hmm. and they do a shrimp on that. And it's it was just delicious when I had it. It was just fantastic. So, yeah, it's no but I would like that. What are these? It whole shrimps? Is it? There's a whole I shrimp. Mean, whole shrimp. Yeah. They go on raw and they cook in the oven. And so it's not rubbery. It's not, it doesn't get like all, you know, mealy or whatever. It's just cooked right down there really fast. And it's just super delicious and juicy with the, with the tomato. No cheese. I remain unconvinced. Allison, I'm fascinated by adults picking off, uh, if they're handed a slice, if they would pick off Mm. any, um, toppings. Are are there besides, okay, we're past shrimp now, but is there any topping that if someone that you, you hmm? couldn't. Why? You couldn't pick shrimp. It's like the shrimp flavor is going to be on that pizza. Oh like, yeah. There's no way. Like you mm-hmm. could pick it off, but uh, sorry to step on your. Sure. Your no, but I also. guess you're right. But is there? Because I find it to be very embarrassing to take out uh, to be an adult and to pick off toppings. But I've done. I've done it, and I'm sad about it. But would you have that? And what would be the topping? Yeah. I mean, I I need to know what you would pick off. Okay. Like for me, it's mushrooms. Don't like them. Don't oh wanna. really? Yeah. No. Grow thank you. up, Alfred. See, that's not nice. I was being vulnerable, and then you made me feel bad about it. And I feel you like and Mario. Yeah. Mario doesn't like mushrooms either in the movie. There you go. <laughs> I guess that's true. Okay, I was actually thinking about this ahead of time. I was thinking that I, ha- I hold some a few. I was thinking I hold a lot of strong pizza opinions, and then I wrote them down, and I'm like, I hold two pizza opinions, <laughs> but they're strong. Um, okay, I think I would pick off green peppers, and I know <sighs> that they weird. would still. It's the second time we've had that. I don't understand. Really? Like. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt. Go, please, please. Be vulnerable. <laughs> Be vulnerable um, and wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, like, I actually like green peppers, but just on pizza, I feel like they dominate. And so mm. once you pick them off, they're still going to, the flavoring is going to be in there. But I just don't, like, recently, I just haven't wanted that on pizza. Um, this mm. is not a flavor thing. In fact, it's the opposite of a flavor thing. But I've been eating less pork or like trying to avoid pork just because I just feel sorry for pigs. I mean, yeah. and I, I also feel sorry for all the other animals too, but for some reason pigs are leading the charge with me right now. So pig I PR think, has been effective on you. Yes. Big pig. Yeah. I think that if <laughs> let's see, like if there was like a piece of Canadian bacon or something like that, I might remove that. Um, if there was like a whole clove of garlic or something, I haven't encountered that lately. But I don't need that much garlic. You know, we've never really talked about garlic. My father will yeah. order a pizza and add, and always add garlic. And even if it's at a great pizza place, I'm always like, oh, it's always way too much. So we never we haven't really talked about garlic much. But yeah, like too much garlic on a pizza right. is like kind of gross. Now, do you mm, mean he'll like shake garlic. on he'll shake no. garlic salt on it or he'll ask for cloves? He'll be on the phone with them like uh, a real boomer and be like. Extra garlic, please. And it's like, what? And then that pizza is always the pizza that like everyone avoids because it's kind of gross. Maybe that's yeah. what the point is. Like that's his pizza. He doesn't want anybody oh. touching his pizza. Maybe, but it's really annoying. I don't know. Yeah. I love garlic on a pizza, but I was thinking about this too. And over the past week, I'm glad you brought this up with the shaking, you know, the garlic powder. Because when I do my slice at a New York slice joint, I will always put on hot pepper flakes, sometimes Parmesan, never garlic. I don't know why that is, but that's just my thing. That's my approach. Do you have a way of let you like to doctor your slice? I like that that's your thing. Like the thing about him is always these two, <laughs> never this one. Um, I would I would just do Parmesan. Are you guys Parmesan or Parmesan people? That's an interesting question. Parmigiano Reggiano. Parmesan is how I would say it, but I've started realizing my mom says Parmesan. 
Mine does too. And my wife had to point that out to me and it kind of shattered me because I it is weird that she says Parmesan. Do you say anchovies or anchovies? Anchovies? Oh, I would pick those off in a in a, in heartbeat. a heartbeat. You know, that I feel like anchovies on pizza used to be a punchline. Yeah. I never I don't ever encounter the joke or the fish. You guys? We've talked about that in that, yeah. I re- so I recently had an anchovy pizza and I think it was it was surrounded by not great ingredients, so I didn't like love it. But I I can understand w- how one could really like it because I, I didn't mind it at all. I kind of liked mm. it. It was a little too salty, but I I thought it was actually pretty good. But it sounds like you don't like seafood anywhere near a pizza. I think I don't like hot seafood mixed with other things. Like I will order fish, or I, I like scallops a lot. I like mussels on occasion, things like, or sushi, but I don't want pasta with seafood in it. I don't. Weird. How dare you? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm judging. I think I'm a little squeamish around the flavor of seafood. Sounds like it. Cause it's fishy. So I'm particular about how I consume it. It's like linguine and clam sauce like that. No, nope. Not oh, even clam chowder. So and I used, when I was a kid, I ate clam, clam chowder and I remember liking it. But now the idea of little clam nuggets. Was there a, a soup, moment? You know? Was there a Rubicon? Did you have a bad experience with uh, some seafood at some point? That No, uh, this is, I should really, and I'm in therapy. And I should really, but I'm, say, you know, you should have a separate yeah. food therapist, sounds like. I should. Yeah, yeah, I've never talked about this, but I feel like if I spent some time talking about it we could get to like what happened yeah because i don't i just know that at one point i mean i even not you know like all kids i even ate escargot when i was a child but um i'm joking i don't think all kids have not that i'm special or anything i'm just saying but once i realized what that was i was like oh that's disgusting so uh i don't know i'd have to do some work i'd have to look inside sounds like yeah there's there's a lot of work to be done uh when it comes to that but so you brought up being a kid what was uh, mm. little Allison doing pizza-wise as a kid growing up in Orange County? Okay, so there was this pizza place named Me and Ed's. Terrible grammar. Me and um, Ed's? It was me and, me and Ed's, I think. But me, it wasn't apostrophe like N. a name, Me and Ed's. No, no, no. It was two people. Okay, two people. Me, me you, and Ed. And Ed. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> um, Like Ed and I's. Oh my God, I apostrophe S, that drives me, I's, that drives me nuts. Like you hear it on reality shows. Like, and then he yes. came to, anyway, the not, that's not the question. So there was a pizza place named Me and Ed's and it was in Costa Mesa, which is not too far from where I grew up. And they did thin crust pizza. And I know I've now mentioned it twice and I don't have a passion for thin crust or anything. That's just how I remember it. Okay. And my friend Katie, whom I'm still friends with, her family turned us on to this particular pizza place and it That was like our favorite pizza. Before that, I believe we got pizza from a place called Gina's, which is also still there and still good. But I think we made like the Rosen family made a switch. No more Gina's. Yes, me and Ed's. And then at a certain and we even like went in person to me and Ed's on occasion. It was I feel like I don't think I've ever been to a Shakey's, but I feel like it had a decor like Shakey's. You know, it was like Shakey's. Oh, is Shakey's just local? I don't um, know. Shakey's, Shakey's is like, uh, Alfred, do you know Shakey's? Yeah, I don't know. I mean. Arth- <laughs> Arth- oh, it's tough. Arthur, Alfred, it is, it's bad. I'm sorry. Arthur, I'm kind of glad you, you did that. I'm kind of uh, glad. Okay. I, I've Has anyone else done that? i Shakey's. I have not been to Shakey's. Okay. It was just a real like pizza okay. shack kind of. Not, uh, what's like what's a the term for a pizza will. joint? Yes. It had a hut feeling. Okay. And it had like the, the, you know, the tables that had the, the shakers on them and not fa- like not fancy at all. Red glasses. So, yes. Red and white tablecloth. Alfred yes. likes to give me a hard time about um, everything. Reading stuff from Wikipedia. Um, and I, I push back on him that I am not reading <laughs> things from Wikipedia. So I'm going to be sure to out myself when I do read something from Wikipedia. Um, Shakey's claims to have been founded in 1954, the first franchise pizza chain in the United States, which I did not mm. know wow. if that's the case. So that's just a little interesting detail about Shakey's. Um, I also did not know about me and Ed's, so I am going to be honest with you about me and Ed's uh, and that I did not know about its backstory beforehand, but I will just note 
that on the Me and Ed's website, they say that it was fired up in Sacramento, California, 1958. Russ, me, quote, Johnson and Ed Sandlin uh, are the people behind that. And the interesting little detail on their page is that um, Russ and Ed uh, apparently went into a store, a, a pizza place. They saw a potted plant in the restaurant that caught some one of their eyes and they had to have it. And when the owner refused to sell it, uh, they bought the entire restaurant. So I don't know if that's true or whatever, but that's my little me and Ed's detail for you. Wow. So wait, I'm surprised they even have a website. Are they still around? They are. Actually, it looks like they've got quite a few locations. What? Do they have any in Southern California? This Why don't you guys keep talking? Important. I'll let you know. Where uh, you can, okay. Uh, yeah. So we were derailed because you said this was like Shakey's, but it wasn't like Shakey's. And then we went on a whole detour about Shakey's. So Allison, the floor is yours on this. My apologies. Well, I've never actually been to a Shakey's. I was okay. just t- trying to describe the decor okay. as like a, a, you know, just a pizza place. Oh, but there also, I forgot. This is yes. important. There was also a pizza place, which I believe is still there. Apparently not a lot of pizza turnover in Orange County called Sergeant Pepperoni's. And they their pizza was in square slices, bit of a thicker crust. And I believe... For like special occasions, you might go there or kids' birthday parties. Again, not fancy, but one room was where you would eat your pizza, and then the other room was arcade games. Yeah, that's always big. Um, yeah. With a name like Sergeant Pepperonis, it's surprising that it wasn't fancy. But now I'm also <laughs> on the I'm I'm trying to rack my head on is Sergeant Pepperonis an awesome name or a horrible name? I'm I don't well, know. In the room where you order. Because it's like you, you know, wait in line and you order. And I don't know if they bring it to you or you just wait and pick it up. There is a big yellow, there, there was a big yellow submarine painted on the wall. So I kind of think it's awesome. Yeah. Name. No, I just, I think it's really good. I'm just, it's hard yeah. for me to, I'm not sure if I hate it or love it. I, I think I'm leaning towards love. It was the kind of thing where Sergeant Pepperonis was what I had heard so often that then when I heard of Sergeant Peppers, <laughs> like, well, that, that sounds wrong to me. And you're also probably like, why do the Beatles copy this pizza place? Right. Yeah. What a weird reference. <laughs> it looks like there are a bunch of locations in Fresno, from what I can tell. Of me and Ed's? Yeah. Well, looks like I'm taking a road trip. You you back should. to your nostalgia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So you have you have two boys, two sons. I do. What, and you also host a podcast about uh parenting, childish, with Greg Fitzsimmons, yes, hilarious stand up comic. I think when I found out you were teaming up with him, I was very happy because I've always been a fan of Greg's. Um, so, but now let's talk about parenting and pizza. What's going on okay. with the kids and pizza? I have two boys, yes. Elliot, who's six, and Owen, who is four. And Elliot really likes pineapple on pizza. Mm. Uh, and that has made me realize I do too. All right, good. I mean, I think I knew it before, I just didn't think about it a lot. But his just earnest, Un big words are not coming to me right now, but he I don't think he realizes there's a stigma yet. And I hope he maintains that, you know, I hope he never loses his pineapple innocence. That's two people in the house. that like pineapple. I mean, sometimes the stigma can just grow from within. Is there uh, what is your husband and other son? Like, what do they feel about this infiltrating their home? They are okay. Okay, so Owen, I'm trying to think if I've ever seen him eat. He is Elliot is is not picky. Well, Elliot is pretty adventurous in terms of eating. Owen is more like a traditional. He's not a toddler anymore, but he's like yeah. a tradition. He's like toddler style in that he wants to eat carbohydrates and he there's a lot of stuff. he Chicken fingers. Like yes, that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, so I have never really seen Owen eat pizza with gusto. Maybe he'll have like a little bit of it or he'll kind of pick at it. So, oh, well, we've been talking wins. about this a little bit. I feel like there's some, you know, I I I struggle with the idea that kids do not would not like pizza in today's world, but it seems like actually, and I don't know if this is um, something to do with the fact that pizza has gotten highbrow too, and so there are a lot of places that are doing fancier pizzas. I think but like that's pizza it. was like an elemental part of my childhood, at least. It just like it was. I mean, I listen. It's New York. Long Island, so like you know, it was definitely there. But I mean, it just seems like I think that was like, offensive. Like having to make kids work to like pizza seems so yeah. weird in my brain. I know it is. Are we not exposing them to it young young enough? I think no, but I, I think there's something earlier. 
the way I can relate to that is like deep dish was the thing in the Midwest that like was kind of harsh. Was deep dish the big thing? Well, a kid eating deep dish is hard. Like it's it's like fancy. It feels so fancy. And I think there's equivalence to that on the East Coast. Wait, are you from, are you from the, are you from Chicagoland? Chicagoland. Yes. I I try to, I don't let people know about that. Well, I will edit that out obviously, but uh, I, I think that. There are some styles of pizza that are intimidating for little kids. You know, I think that obviously that's why like a Domino's comes in handy because it's such a generic slice of pizza that that's that's when I started liking pizza when I was when I had Domino's. All right. That's the that's the end of this episode. We got to stop. right now. <laughs> OK, I guess. <laughs> Goodbye. Elliot is very excited when the cafeteria has cheese pizza or yes. pepperoni pizza, even though he prefers cheese to pepperoni. But so I do think kids still like pizza. Yeah, I mean, I think it's you, you raise an interesting point. There are two very different styles of pizza. Well, you raise a point. There's two very different <laughs> styles of pizza. Don't let him bully me. Like the, the very, um, almost like the Oscar Mayer hot dog version of pizza, which is just mm, very yeah. easy to eat and it's mm-hmm. just straightforward flavors. And then the, the fancier gourmet pizzas. Is there um, something that your husband likes on pizza that you don't like? Or you guys ever have any like uh, half and half you know, pies that you have to do because you like mm. something and he doesn't? Or is it pretty much everything's peaceful around pizza in the household? Well, we've never encountered shrimp pizza, but he would mm-hmm. like that. Okay. I would love him less. Um, <laughs> he <laughs> hates, he's got a real problem with onions. If they're mm. cooked, it's okay. But anything that's like got a raw onion flavor. So I wouldn't opt for a lot of extra onions on my pizza, but I would, if there, if, if accidentally on the pizza we ordered, there were onions that weren't caramelized or cooked enough for hit to his liking, that would be a problem for him. Um, he would like something with like a ton of garlic on it. And maybe I would just have a little bit of that one and I'd be like, this one's overpowering. So yeah, he'll go for like a white pizza sometimes, which I enjoy, but not as much as he does. He also likes spicy stuff. But in general, it's like relatively peaceful pizza-wise though. And he's cool with having uh, seven up or... Sorry, diet seven up and or uh, Sprite Zero too? Or is no, he having his he own? Wouldn't want, he's having drink. his own beverage. Okay, yeah. beverage. Okay. He recently decided, and I have to say I agree with him. Have you seen those uh, cans of water? They're called like, what are they called? Like Liquid death, death water? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I think Great are marketing. so- it's. I think it's so stupid. But then I was reading the can, and it's like murder your thirst. And I realized, oh, it's kind of they're being very self aware about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the sparkling one, he announced it is the perfect level of carbonation, mm. and I think he might be right. Okay. Interesting. There's something there to that, like yeah. carbonation, the amount of carbonation in the water. I mean, I yeah, I because more of that. Some sparkling waters or just even carbonated drinks, you take a sip and it's like kind of burns mm-hmm. your throat. Maybe you like that, but this one. There's no burn. Hmm. It's just like a perfect level of carbonation. I had sworn never to revisit that brand's products again, but it looks like I will be trying that. Who Wait, did, did you, you swear sw- that to? Yeah. Myself. Super weirdly uh, I just, formal. I just didn't want, I just don't, I tried it once. I think it's great marketing and I just, it made me mad. So um, the marketing. The graphics are intense in a way that make me uncomfortable. I, it feels like a weird graphic t-shirt. I don't know. I'm not, I feel like aesthetically I'm not on board and that's what I care about with my beverages. Same. What message am I sending? For me, uh. it is like, this is the kind of thing someone else would drink. Someone I wouldn't want to mm. be around. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I, it's the same as like. <laughs> and now it's your husband. And now it's my husband. Well, he, but he also likes energy drinks. That's not the kind of guy he is. <laughs> I swear. Um, <laughs> oh, no. It's not the kind More of guy therapy. he was, but now it's the kind of guy he's become, maybe. No, I'm just doing Yeah. That. So, and I feel like energy drinks are the province of other people as well, even though I have had, you know, on occasion I'll drink one, but I always feel like I'm pretending. Well, back to like TikTok too, you see how like a really almost like problematic podcast will like go through your feed and you often the hosts are drinking a liquid death. And that to me is always yeah. like, oh, kind of a very kind of a douchey thing. But yeah, if it's good, it's good. Yeah. I know. No, no, it's not that simple. OK, I think right. we have to, I think we have to pour it into a cup or something and deny what it is. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to be misinterpreted. That's true. Yeah, that you are uh, pledging allegiance to a brand that you do not like, but you do like right. if it's good, but you just don't like the aesthetics that come with right. it. Right. Exactly. 
Allison, I was I was doing some more digging on you, and I All saw right, an article from 2011 in the OC Weekly, and you're asked about going back and forth from coast to coast, and oh. asked about, um, did you really miss the pizza? The pizza in California sucks. And you said, I never ate a street hot, this is talking about being in New York, I never ate a street hot dog, never ate New York pizza. I don't know what the hell I was doing all those years, end quote. And I'm just curious, I'm like, what the hell do you, you have to say for yourself how did, is yeah. the question. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's like I never went to Gray's Papaya. I uh-huh. feel like a real idiot. I feel like I really fucked up. No, I mean, New York no, hot yes. dogs. The answer is no. yes to that, Arthur. <laughs> New York hot I dogs know. don't. You're not going to be Alfred. Hold on to your, your your seat here. New York hot dogs do not hold a candle to Chicago hot dogs. You cannot even I have like a both. conversation. I just disagree with you altogether. And if I have to be the booster for Chicago in this case, I like there's both. a real there's a real problem with your palate. But anyway, the pizza thing, how you could spend time in New York and not have a not have a slice. I'm just curious how that how that happened. Look, I'm sure that I ate pizza when I was there. I just mean I never did the thing of like the late night, you go into a pizza parlor, you order a slice, you shake stuff on it, and then you fold it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so my dad is from New York, was from New York originally. And we would visit, and my grandmother lived there. So we would visit a lot when I was a kid. So the hot dog and like all the, I'm not going to say it's touristy, but all of that, how, what would, what would I just, all that New Yorky stuff. Mm-hmm. I did when I was younger. So then when yeah. I lived there myself you didn't feel for a number of it. years. Yeah, because I felt like I had already done it. I realized that's an unsatisfying answer. I mean, it's satisfying that it gives us something to chew on and get very upset over. But yeah, um, it's satisfying. No, it's really it's really dumb. It's really dumb. Do you have any favorite places in Los Angeles that you go for pizza? Is there a place that you order from all the time with your family for for at the house or that you go out to? Or are there any places that stand out to you? We've been trying to find our place mm. that we order from. Uh, there's a few different ones. They're all okay. Mm-hmm. I, I try to think of any of them I thought were like not good. They're all fine. But none of, for me, none of them are like, oh, we have to go back to that place. Have you heard of Moza? Mm-hmm. Yep. For, you have. Yeah, is there one on the East Coast? There's, I don't think there is one on the East Coast. No. So their pizza, I think, is very good. And they're like an upscale, fancy Froofy pizza. I've eaten there. I've eaten at Pizzeria Moza and at Moza and had some some good meals for sure. It's noted mm-hmm. as one of the top places out in California. Yeah. So they have I, I like their pizza. We used to live closer to Moza, so we would we would get pizza for, or food from there more often. It's been a while, but that's a place I, I would uh I would say yes please to. I am curious though too. So th- we're still this is still relatively new young podcast and you have been mm. in the game for an insane amount of time. I used to stop yeah. by early incarnations of your show which you could call it many things but you could also definitely call it a podcast back in the earlier 2000s. Mm. Allison Rosen is your new best friend which is still going strong and an amazing podcast and you've built yourself Quite a nice following. And so my question to you is, what advice do you have for us? Just have fun with it. Make it your own. Keep being yourself. Um, I'm just kidding. Let's see. What advice so do, do I have? I feel like okay. you guys. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, look, I feel like you are doing a great job so far. Mm, I'm wrong. having a delightful time. Oh, thank you. You have a good rapport. You have fun questions. And you have gotten great guests so far. I mean, over the top today. Yeah. So... <laughs> I say, for real, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. That's so yeah. nice. I mean, I feel like you're on your your you have a great start. And by the way, and and I don't know if I'm even allowed to ask this, but I'm going to anyway. Is this whole thing sponsored by a pizza place? Uni Pizza Ovens. That's amazing. They're the number one pizza oven company in the world. Nicely done, Alfred. Thank you. See, I didn't even know that, but now I do. Now you do. Now but you're I gonna buy like that's... fifteen of them probably. <laughs> I need one for every room. Mm-hmm. I need multiples for every room. <laughs> in your Hearst uh, castle that you live in. Yeah, exactly. I know I made it sound like I live in a 15-room house. I definitely do not. Which is, But I, I need to be able to pop a pizza in the oven yeah. no matter where I'm standing. I think well, that makes luckily sense. Luckily, with UniVolt, Uni's new indoor and electric oven, you would be able to do that. My God. I didn't even think I was leading you into, into this, but obviously I was. But that, I'm just saying... To be able to secure like a, a sponsorship for the whole podcast from the get-go, that's amazing. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. Now, the big question is your number one slice. What are you getting? Last meal. 
Top slice. What's on it? Where is it from? Extra shrimp. <laughs> extra shrimp. Extra shrimp. Extra um, garlic. Extra cheese. Extra anchovies. Yeah. Green peppers galore. While I think about this, can I tell you something that's shocking though? Please. I've never had deep. I've never had deep dish pizza. Okay. A lot of people haven't. I mean, it's to get it for real. It's one of the Chicago places. Like if you get it usually outside of Chicago or like the Midwest, like, you know, Milwaukee has places. And uh, I think even Detroit has uh, uh, some deep dish spots. But like, uh, yeah, most people haven't, I think. But it's good. It's just different. It's really good. But what if it's my favorite? And I've never had it. Then go get your. You can order a Lou Malnati's and it'll uh, mm. deliver. It's not as good because it's frozen, but for a frozen pizza, it's it's damn good, damn tasty. When I said, "What if it's my favorite and I've never had it?" Doesn't it sound like I'm talking about like some new sex act that I'm afraid <laughs> I mean, to now try? Now it does, I guess. You know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I like. I like what, a new I, sex <laughs> act. <laughs> Hmm, what is on the cutting new, edge of sex to, acts? New to me, right? Avant-garde <laughs> sexuality. Okay, so um, I really don't want to interrupt this because I don't know where it can go. And I was like, "This is you know," but I'm going to do it anyway because that's what I do. Um, there's okay. been a movement in Los Angeles of like uh, deep dish places that are being celebrated. So if you do okay. want to try it and don't want to go to Chicago to do it or do it via Gold Belly, there's a place called Dough Box, which I've heard is pretty good. I haven't I haven't been out Dough there and tried Box. it, but that's um, one place. To, I thought you were going to start talking about you. cutting edge um, sex acts that we hadn't heard of. We covered for. that in our episode with Candace Bushnell. I can <laughs> only talk about sex so much, Alfred. I'm sorry. I know the, I know the listeners want that, but you know. Yeah. Wait, you have an episode with Candace Bushnell? Coming out as we're recording, it's coming out tomorrow. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. Yeah. How does she feel about and just like that? We didn't get into that. I'd heard I've heard her talking about it. She was, I will say, one of the reasons why I didn't get into it because I heard her talking about it. She's very diplomatic about it. That's how it felt. Like okay. she's says how she still has friends writing on the show. And so she was sort of just saying it's really hard to make a TV show, which I was attempting yeah. to read between the lines. It sounds like it wasn't a full endorsement necessarily, but she was very good at kind of quasi defending it. Well, now we're on the topic. What, what is your uh, what are your thoughts about and just like that? So the first season I thought was just like very watchable, but atrocious. And then the second season I found to be much more entertaining and it felt like it was getting back to the feeling of the original a little bit. Still not as good, still not the same, but both my husband and I, both me and Ed, uh, his name's not Ed, both of us (laughs) found ourselves looking forward to watching the next episode. Yes. It's it's like that, it's, it's weird to look forward to watching a show that you don't think is that good that much, you know? There was so much to chew on with every episode. We would yes. pause it, scream at the TV, hit play. And then when it was over, I, all I thought was, what's happening next week that I can right. destroy? Right, right. Versus like there's plenty of shows that I think are very, very good. But I was never like, I can't wait to see the next one. Yep. It always felt a little bit like work. Um, but this has inspired us to watch Sex in the City from the very beginning. Yeah. Because mm. Daniel had never seen, he's seen episodes here and there, but he had never seen it. Uh, and that's been interesting because my memory was that the first season wasn't very good. And then they kind of figured out what they were doing. Uh, and I, so I was surprised to see that on the rewatch. No, actually, I feel like it it really was all there from the first season. Interesting. It just had a, it just was a, there was just a little more talking to camera, which is sort of out of place. That's right. And also Carrie is exhausting. They're all exhausting. And I don't know if that's how it, it that's not my memory of it, but I think I was exhausting at that age too. So I don't know. Okay. So what's on my, I, I'm on death row because someone put shrimp where I didn't want it. Yeah. I was going to say name the crime. Um, maybe that's the sex, de- sex act. <laughs> You're experimenting <laughs> on new sex acts yeah. and it didn't go well. Right. And I got and angry. being executed for it. Yeah. It's going to have sausage, not spicy. Oh. It's going to okay. have pepperoni. <laughs> I think it's going to have. I think it's going to have burrata. Is this the sex act or is this the pizza? <laughs> both. It's both. Okay, it's, right. But it's more of the pizza. Okay. Um, it's going to have light pineapple. I, I feel weird. It, feel, it feels weird to say that. Pizza. I know. Yeah, a, well, I'm, I'm about to die. So <laughs> I really want to go out strong. What are other? Oh, it's going to have. Sorry. Oh, black olives for sure. Oof. Not for me. Well, Really? Yeah. You know, Alfred, she maybe she had a couple more toppings she was gonna add on there. Yeah, too. so go yeah. ahead. I'm just gonna I'm just saying no to you having olives on it. Go ahead. 
Try it's, get this. Get a load of this. Mushrooms. Oh, oh. Yeah, no, thank you. Okay, that's it. Pull the lever, executor now. I can't do <laughs> this. Uh, do you have a just me or everybody for pizza? Oh, okay. It's a great question. That would have been better if I had advance notice, but Sorry. um, it's okay. <laughs> Alfred told me it's not right. to give it to you. Yeah, no, no, no. Really? This is very uh, it's okay. sixty minutes of us. Just me or everyone. This is so basic. However, just me or everyone. I can't barely bring myself to say this. It's so obvious. Just me or everyone. Cold pizza is good. Most food that's cold and congealed, not good. It's funny you say that because I agree with you entirely. But doing this podcast, I find that is sort of a minority opinion. Oh, really? Then I'm glad I brought it up. Yeah. No, I think that's I almost felt weird about even asking people about that because it's like, well, of course, cold pizza is good. Right. And people were it like, it feels Ew. cliche. It was the yeah. name of an ESPN show. Exactly. But I think it's like kind of a weird thing that people are like, actually, no, you reheat it or whatever. But reheating really? it never does it no. justice for me. No, cold pizza, I think, is delicious. Yeah. It's like a special pizza flavored cheese or something. Arthur, what do you think? I'm not huge into cold pizza. No. So weird. It's not. Fine. I mean, That's I'll do not. my cast iron reheat. I'll, I've got like my toaster or air fryer reheat. I'll drizzle. I've got my whole process. I'll drizzle it with water under the faucet and kind of brings the, the, the life back to the bread part of the pizza. So I've got my whole thing. But I, I'm just not. I mean, Luke, like room temp pizza or cold pizza? Room temp Both. pizza, I'm totally fine with. Cold pizza, I feel like it's a different animal. They're the same. Yeah. Different. Definitely disagree. Delicious. 100% oh, disagree. Okay. Also, I just mirror everyone. Again, I feel like I'm like, just me or everyone. Puppies are cute. Like these things feel so <laughs> obvious, but like I will sop up some of the extra oil on top. Oh, I love towel. you. I love you. I oh. feel it too. Oh, I love this. <laughs> but I feel like, well, Arthur, I thought you, you no, don't no, do no, that. No, 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 Alfred, okay. you just because you are the one that is so, you know, you're dripping all your grease off your slices. We did this way back when. Yeah. I, I am against dabbing, so I'm just so exuberant and happy about the fact that this is somebody who dives into the grease, goes back, sops up the grease. Take Maybe you take your crust and you use your crust oh, to no, sop no, up you, some no, no, no. I, I think you're misunderstanding. misunderstanding. Yeah, go misunderstood ahead, me. Allison. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. But he already this said is, he loved me. I know. This okay. is so he's painful. Gonna hate love you. He's going to so no, hate you. No, this is awful. Hate. I have to go, you guys. This is yeah. awful. <laughs> I don't want to correct him. It's no, all good. It's bad. Correct. I don't want to. This is, he, one of, this, is, this is one of Alfred's favorite moments. Isn't that the worst, though, is when you're this watching someone have a conversation and you are the one that knows that they're having yeah. two different conversations? Yeah. It's like, well, it's like being a part of like a witness to like a car wreck and you're just sort of yes. like, do I step in? Do I try to stop right. this? Do right. I just pretend it didn't happen and just walk away? Yeah. No, definitely. Tell me, tell me what you actually meant. <laughs> I don't think you can handle it. I don't think you want to know. I want to know. Just take a moment. I let's need to know. Let's savor this moment where Arthur thinks he loves me. He thinks I just said something that's totally different than Alfred, which makes him love me more. Yep. He, 100%. And he thinks that he and I are on the same side of this. Yes, okay? definitely. Let's just savor it. Let's savor it. Now, shall, tell me what's really going on here. I take... Do you take your cheese off your slice? Take a also? I take a paper towel and I dab you, at the you're grease. A dabber. She dabs it. You're yeah, a, I remove yeah. it. You're a dabber. How do you feel about me now? I hate you. Oh, no, I don't. damn it. I no, want to go back to five minutes ago. <laughs> well, I think it's safe to say Sorry. our listeners, the mass listeners that we have, the hundreds upon thousands upon millions of people are now have a new best friend and her name is Allison Rosen. Oh, and I'm sure that's you. the first time you've heard someone... Uh, utilize the name of your podcast like that in such a creative, beautiful way. Uh, Allison, I've never heard it done before. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. You're the best. Thank you You're for a having pro. me. Thank you. Hope this was fun. I know this you're super delightful. nervous. Oh my God. So I've been, been studying about pizza for uh -huh. weeks. Uh, you got to be minus with the me. pizza knowledge. Thank you so oh much. This was perfect. This was perfect. Yeah, that was that was really <laughs> really fun. And again, I don't want to give you credit, but you did you handled that very uh, well. Man, just facepalm, just right there. 
I will just say uh, one of my favorite moments of this episode, besides absolutely stepping right in it, that was that was good. You know, it's good to, to keep yourself humble. Not that I feel like that's a problem for me most of the time, despite what you may think, Alfred. There's a moment where you said, read the transcript, Arthur. And I just want to note, I did. I had I it right there. And, you, and that was not planned. You were that just like, not I think, that was I think a you joke. were just like, uh, really? <laughs> that was an improvised joke that you actually had a transcript. And I was impressed, a little scared, but that was hilarious. Also, I want to make fun of myself a little bit when she's mentioned TikTok. She's, do you use TikTok? And I'm like, oh, yeah, kind of, or something like that. I mean, of course I'm on TikTok. Liar. <laughs> and I should mention that the show is on TikTok. Like, we have tons of videos on TikTok. So follow us there. Watch our videos. <laughs> really support us wherever you can. That's really the main point of all of this, right? Yeah. Uh, no, it's, in all seriousness, please do rate and review us uh, on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people to find us. We appreciate it. Um, uh, I also should note that Pizzeria Moza is located in Los Angeles and Newport Beach. It came up during the interview, but and not the East Coast. But there is one in London. I had forgotten about that until I went to double check. Thank you for listening today to the Pizza Pod Party. My name is Alfred Schultz. You can follow me on all that social media baloney. You know, Alfred, she did say sop up the oil. I'm a very literal person. Use the right words. Absorb. Oh dab gosh. off. Not, not sop. Sopping is it's like something you want to enjoy. Ugh. I'm I'm Arthur Bovino of NYC Best Pizza. Follow the show on at Pizza Pod Party and Uni at Uni HQ. And remember, a great pie is one you're already thinking about having again before you finish the first slice. See you next week, and let's hope for a better tomorrow. Make pizza. The Pizza Pod Party. Please rate and review the podcast. The Pizza Pod Party is hosted by Arthur Bovino and Alfred Schultz. Produced by Arthur Bovino and Alfred Schultz. Created by Arthur Bovino and Alfred Schultz. Researched by Arthur Bovino. Engineered, edited, and mixed by Alfred Schultz. Voiced by the fabulous Holly Palmieri. And presented by Uni Pizza Ovens. Visit uni.com. That's O-O-N-I.com to find out more about the world's number one pizza oven brand. And follow Uni on social media at UniHQ on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.